0: Welcome to Pros and Cons, a show about random topics. I'm Kev. And I'm Jack. Let's talk about the World Cup and soccer, or football? Question mark. We know here we're in the United States of
1: America. (laughs) We refer to it as soccer. Where do you stand on that? Or maybe that's your
0: answer, but how do you feel about the mixed terms? Soccer to me, it's one of those, like, I get it. You could call it football if you're not from the US, or even if you just like that culture better. For me, it just makes more sense because we have a sport named football too, written differently technically. But yeah, it's one of those things like languages have words that sound similar or things that are the same but slightly different. I find it okay for it to be two different names. I will say though, football does make more sense. That's what I was about to say because
1: why would you call American football football in the first place? The only time you're ever using your foot is to kick a field goal or punt or any of that stuff, where most of it is by hand, both to throw and to cash and all that. So I do think it's dumb that American football is called football when it's really not about your feet. And it makes me feel because of that, that it should be called football around the world. Like That makes so much more sense. At the same time, I did grow up with it as soccer too, so
0: it's in my head, but no, yeah, it's. Completely dumb, but, you know, the country that just said, fuck you to the metric system. (laughs) It's the same thought process. Like, why? (laughs) You know? Mostly the rest of the world does it this way, but nah. Gotta be a little different. But, yeah. Soccer. Football. Just to clear it up, we're going with soccer, right?
1: Yeah, let's do soccer for this episode.
0: Cool. (laughs) Leave your concerns on the comments.
1: Did you ever play it much growing up
0: slash watch it? No and no, I'm sure there has to be one or two instances where I did do it before this time period, but my true, honest first memory of soccer was probably in the U.S. Bro, When I was like nine or 10, mm. I guess in this instance, in DR, football, not existent, not a popular sport. Everyone knows baseball is the thing. Second sport is basketball. You do play a lot of basketball in DR soccer not so much i don't remember seeing many soccer balls growing up even as a kid i do have little cousins that grew up there after me like in the last five to ten years and they played soccer which i found weird and they were pretty good and whatever And funny enough i looked this up during like the last world cup or maybe two world cups ago there's like a ranking system for every country Mm -hmm. for like soccer try to guess where like dr was out of i forgot there was like a hundred and 45 qualifying countries. Let's go with a hundred just to make it an even number. Not bad. Yo, Dio's actually better. Dio's like, I want to say like 79. Okay, could be worse. <laughs> so. I mean like literally middle of the pack, you know. Yeah, it could be worse. How many teams go to the World Cup? 32? Yeah, cuz it goes to 16, right? Yeah, yeah, Around yeah. 16? Yeah,
1: I think it was 32.
0: It's a long way to go. Yeah, from 79 to make it to the
1: top 32. But on the other hand, look at the stacked world baseball classic lineup that dr has ready so
0: that's right i don't think france has a chance against <laughs> us you know what i mean <laughs> you got like plenty of mbappes on your dr team so i'll say probably one-tenth of the people also watch that compared to the world cup yep but, yeah but whatever hey the small victories we love baseball here but yeah soccer never played it much growing up even when i came to the u.s i don't remember playing it much it wasn't until our high school where we had, like, a solid soccer team, if I remember correctly, Mm -hmm. and just watching them and just, like, fuck, like, they kick so hard. It was entertaining just to see. I think I went and saw one or two of the games.
1: We had talent,
0: and it's because of that, like, New York schools, at least our school, too. It's like a melting pot. We had the Ethiopians, Albanians. We had, like, a little bit of everything, Mm -hmm. razzle-dazzle in there. You create, like, a nice team, Yeah, even, like, at the gym, they'd always juggle, you know, like, doing the kicks and shit, and you try to do it, try to look cool, do that little (laughs) kick where you, like, do it from the back, Mm -hmm. throw it over your head type shit. So you'd, like, always see it and try to have fun, or at least I would, but, again, that wasn't until, like, middle school, high school. What about you? Yeah, I played Little League soccer
1: from, I don't know, as young as I can remember up until middle school or maybe the start of high school. I think it was middle school, though, that I stopped it was really fun. I really liked it as a sport to play in general. I remember mostly being a defensive player. The only position I never played and was never really interested in was goalie. People kicking extremely fast at you wasn't that appealing to me. I wasn't interested in being a catcher in baseball either. Not that that's the same thing, but yeah, I guess I just wasn't into that and I was more drawn to Not even necessarily the starker position or anything, but just being more involved and like running around the field, which is I feel like part of the appeal of soccer. It's a great workout and you're constantly running back and forth, which doesn't always make it the most interesting to watch necessarily. But I think soccer was always more fun to play than to watch for me anyway. I didn't watch a ton of it. I would play FIFA and like new stuff through that and would watch sometimes for World Cup or Olympics or something, but I've never been one of those, oh, wake up at 5 a.m. to watch Arsenal take on Chelsea, but I do think the World Cup is always something, which I guess we can kind of transition into now too, but the World Cup was always something where, you know, we're both sports fans, we like big stage, big stakes, sports events, and I think with the World Cup you have the best of the best, and it's such a global phenomenon where everyone's watching even very casual fans or even people who don't like the sport at all but it's like an international pride thing we'll talk more about this year which i think has been one of the more exciting ones or at least that i've been like more tapped into but what do you think of the world cup in general or have you
0: watched it much before the idea is super dope just like this high stakes world tournament type thing i know we kind of briefly mentioned like the World Baseball Classic and shit like that is something very similar, but obviously the better version of it.
1: Yeah, like they're trying to aspire to what the World Cup is, and obviously they'll never get there, but...
0: Right, exactly. Like the World Cup sets the standard. The only thing you can compare to it is like the actual Olympics, but that's a whole other conversation. World Cup, yeah, I, again, don't remember watching it much super young until I got here, and probably because of people in middle school and high school. It was like a talk in school, like, yo, you rooting for? And again, coming from a school where you have the people from Ghana, you have a bunch of people from like other countries in Africa, Morocco. And then you had the people with the French background, you had the Mexicans, you know, the Salvadorians who's out here rooting for Argentina. And for me, it was more like who were the big names, obviously. Ronaldo, Messi. Fuck. Who was the it was the guy before Neymar in Brazil?
1: Well, there was another Ronaldo before, too.
0: Yeah, whatever. But I'd root for the U.S. because, you know, I'm in the U.S. and DR doesn't have a team. But I guess I was mostly, like, hoping for Ronaldo or whoever the Brazilian star was or Messi to be, like, the showstopper, you know, be the MVP, get the golden boot or whatever the fuck is called, <laughs> you know. Almost like in the NBA or football where you just kind of, like, follow your favorite players. That was kind of my first entry to, like, the World Cup and following it.
1: I was trying to think, like, what's the kind of evolution of this been? Because I saw in some article or something how, like, mid-90s, I think it was 94, there was a World Cup. Something happened, and it was, like, a shift, and MLS started soon after and all that. But then I was asking my dad, like, oh, was the World Cup ever much of a thing for you over the years? Because he's, like, a general sports fan, too. And he's, like, really, it was more, like, recent-ish years. And I was like, oh, what's the moment you first think of? And he was saying, like, the Zidane headbutt. Do you remember that? He was like a French player and he headbutted someone during the game. No, I don't know if I've seen it. Also, side note, there's like a statue of that that went up in guitar, which is really funny and weird.
0: I don't the Nah, I wasn't aware.
1: But yeah, I think it's definitely caught on more in the past, I would say, 15 to
0: 25 years. Like, in that range. I remember getting into it a lot that first year I watched it. 06, maybe? But for sure, 2010. Ever since, I tune in. That's, like, the only time I watch soccer. Mm -hmm, Same. Do tune in for the Women's World Cup as well. The U.S. team is actually a powerhouse in this one. Yeah, and they have big names, too, with Megan Rapinoe and everyone. Yeah, Alex Morgan. Mm -hmm. Abby Wambach. I think she's retired now, but... Do you remember Mia Hamm? Mia Ham? Yeah, two Ms. H-A-M-M. No,
1: that one I don't. Maybe if I see her face. She was like early 2000s, mid 2000s, like one of the best female U.S. players. But I remember her and Landon Donovan being like two of my favorite individual players around that time.
0: Yeah, I mean, that was roughly around the time that started to get interested in it. But the name doesn't ring a bell. But yeah, other than that, yeah, every four years, that's the one time I tune in.
1: Obviously you have something similar in the Olympics and you're competing for different medals and stuff, but this being really the true sport of the world and it being focused on only that and with top tier players, which again, obviously the Olympics you send the best from your country, but this just feels like maybe the most highly competitive version of any sporting event like that, at least internationally. Just because I don't watch it all the time otherwise. I still enjoy it when I do watch for the World Cup and you know it's just no commercials the whole time which I'm sure they wish advertising was there more because it's one of the most watched things on the planet. I would say my main complaint at least with the current setup was how you know in the group games and I get why they do this but there were you know ties sometimes and no penalty kicks and stuff like that. But it is interesting to just see it continue to evolve and there's so much drama. And history between all these countries that there's so many, mini rivalries or many things that come up and happen.
0: Yeah, I'm starting to learn a lot just in terms of like rivalries and the game and what countries like each other or don't like each other. I mean, most of them just don't like each other. Like at least with this latest one, 2022 World Cup, been watching it, watching it at work, seeing everyone pick a side and whether (laughs) your team is out or not, like who do you root for now and all that. You kind of create allies with, like, countries because you either hate the ones they're playing or you're kind of just rooting for them. I do agree with the cons that you said of the ties and the setup of the games and stuff, like the pool play. One of my biggest problems with soccer overall is that, which is probably why I generally don't watch it, except for when it gets to the round of 16 and it goes down to 8 and 4. Because of that, it becomes truly that sudden that, like, someone has to win. Every minute feels so fucking intense. I mean, even in that way, going off the US specific
1: angle of it, they've never been that great. But this year was like a more promising team. And to be fair, they had a lot of young players. So they already showed promise for the next one and what that can look like. But even making it out of the group stage, I feel like I consider that a success as a very casual watcher of the US team. And even going back to your comment about individual stars earlier, Polisic emerged, or maybe he already really was, but definitely cemented himself as like the leader of this team. But they have a bunch of players that I feel like people were rooting for, built up a little bit of hope
0: for the future. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like that's one of the things the U.S. needs. Obviously, uh, not a country that puts a lot of effort into creating a super soccer team because we have the other football and baseball and basketball, which are shit that we prioritize more. Probably even hockey gets a little bit more play here than soccer itself, at least when it comes to like the MLS. Yeah, I feel like someone creating or finding that star, that phenom, 19, 20 year old Mbappe type player. Or, you know, the next Neymar, whatever it is, like finding someone like that, that you can make the face of the country's sport, you know, face of soccer in the U.S., the face of even if it is for the MLS or whatever it is, we know will create like growth in the sport. More people want to watch it.
1: Yeah, I mean, you never even see about or I don't see at least about like MLS highlights or things going on in that.
0: Never. And it's something that could change. I know it happened a little bit when Beckham came over once he was washed, you know. (laughs) And now it's a possibility with, what is it, Ronaldo, right? Who's like a free agent technically or something like that. Like, bring him over. That'll bring eyes. Everyone knows him. Create like this new foundation of soccer fans that are easily taken away by the other sports, you know, baseball, basketball, football. If you create that early foundation, creates more fans, creates more possibilities for finding that next Ronaldo and Mbappe and shit like that. So that's something we got to work on. I'm sure it's not a surprise. It's not a hot take or anything. This is like known, but we like need help in that way. I want the US to be great. I want us to be like in that conversation, you know, not just Argentina and Mexico and France and shit like that.
1: Also, on Ronaldo, I know that he and other soccer players have huge social followings. And I'm aware that they're like the most followed people in the world, basically. But I saw some stat of the current rankings or order, I guess. And right now, Ronaldo has more followers on Instagram than anyone else on the planet. Almost twice as many as Bieber and almost three times as much as LeBron and Rihanna. And Messi is second behind him. I don't think everyone in the U.S. realizes the star power internationally out of anything, not even just in sports.
0: Yeah, I mean, that goes to show it right there. Why not try to create that here? All of a sudden, I feel like you'll start to see those games on fucking Fox and CBS or whatever the fuck. If Messi and Ronaldo are playing in whatever team in the U.S., why not fucking do it? It's one of those where, like, it'll be an investment that pays off in the long run.
1: And obviously it would be a draw for the U.S., but even think about everyone around the world who's interested in them, who would then be watching and paying attention to the MLS. When look at... The impact of like Shohei Otani when he came to the U.S. and started playing for the Angels. All of Japan suddenly is watching the Angels and also more of MLB at the same time. Yeah. Also with the World Cup in general, usually my memories of it are in the summer, which is when it tends to be. And going into this, like I didn't even know, first of all, that it was happening until like closer to it. But then when I did, I was like, oh, this is kind of weird. I don't know how I feel about it at this time of year. Like, In the summer, you know, everyone's out at bars or whatever. It feels like it makes sense with summer. So I was, I wouldn't say I was skeptical, but I was like, oh, this will be different. But I've turned out to actually like it at this time, partially because of mine and your interest in sports, where baseball season has just ended. All the other major sports are not in that playoff time where it's like, at least for me, I'm not going to watch regular season NBA, NFL. Maybe I'll watch the playoffs or championship, but I'm not usually watching those regular season and hockey I don't watch either. So it's like, oh, this is actually a good time for me personally for like a sports thing to be happening and it's getting colder and all this stuff. So I'm not mad at it. There's always going to be that time zone thing where since it's taking place across the world in different places, everyone's going to be watching it at different times. Yeah, it's been tough, especially for me. I'm even three hours
0: more oh yeah that's true that, so
1: and a lot of these games have been like 10 a.m 2 p.m for you it's like 7 and 11
0: uh, yeah exactly yeah so Damn. yeah i think in the earlier stage sometimes i'd wake up and there'd be like final scores already up and i'm like shit yeah i already missed those but yeah the timing is weird again yeah the world doesn't revolve around the u.s but it does revolve around me so <laughs> next time not playing <laughs> like next time hit me up to schedule
1: I mean, just the location and all the rules of the country, that could
0: easily be its own episode. This is one where I don't know how many years from now, but we're going to see that Qatar 2022 documentary. Oh, what yeah. happened behind the scenes? <laughs> like, It'll be on Hulu next year. No doubt. Yeah. They just want to make sure it ends and then they'll start working on it because a lot of sketchy shit, a lot of dated rules.
1: Like one, even this is just like basic but dumb at the same time, like no drinking or anything, which is when you think of soccer, you think of fans drinking in the stands. And there's like one or two stores that you have to get permission to go to and all this stuff in the whole country or in this whole area. There's also in the country itself, no displays of public affection. Rude gestures are considered obscene and offenders can be jailed. Very anti-gay, anti-LGBTQ treat. All the workers, like shit. It's reported thousands of workers died building the stadiums and everything.
0: You pretty much mentioned most of them. But yeah, even with the shit, with the death of the reporter, Grant Wall died suddenly. And now it's kind of a conspiracy or something of like what actually happened or how did he die. Kind of weird. But again, it's like a lot of things that are off-putting and kind of off and make you question like what is actually going on.
1: All this corruption is happening, but it's just kind of like, yeah, we're keeping our advertising money here because it's the biggest way to reach people around the world and people want to watch their games. So they do it. It's like with anything.
0: When it comes to the actual World Cup and the playing, it's been fucking fun. It's been a lot of great games, a lot of fun matchups, a lot of cool stories within the actual soccer.
1: We're recording this before the semifinal start. But right now, we're down to that Final Four, and I feel like it's been entertaining. There's been upsets, like even Brazil got knocked out this past round, and Argentina almost got knocked out too. There's been some intense penalty kick action in some of those games, like the quarterfinals in general were close. This isn't necessarily, you know, a 2022 World Cup recap episode, so it's not as much about who wins it all but more so like how it's been going and it's also an interesting time with you know certain players like Ronaldo and Messi it being their last tournament and stuff like that so there's like history and legacy there but then you also have the people who are going to take over after they're done like Mbappe and then you have the super newcomers who are making names for themselves like even that Richard Leeson bicycle kick for Brazil was insane probably the best goal of the tournament that I've seen and like we're talking about the U.S. team is super young, but they're starting to prove themselves. So I don't know. There's a lot of storylines
0: going around. Some of the favorites are still in or like made it far. And there's like the Cinderella stories, Morocco and making it being like the first African country to make it this far. And literally at this point, it's not even a country. Now you're throwing a whole continent on your back, mm-hmm. having millions and a billion people just like following you is crazy. And literally, like, pushing for you and wanting for you to win. I'm sure it's something powerful, and I'm sure they even feel it. It's one of the beautiful things that you see with this sport and this tournament. But I'm curious, because I don't even know. Do you usually root for specific teams, like, every year? Are you more of a player follower or, like, outside of the U.S.?
1: I don't really root for anyone. Like, I used to like Brazil, and I still do, but... I wouldn't say I really root for anyone specifically, but I also don't really root for players that much individually either. I think I'm just looking as a very neutral sports fan at good games, high intensity, coming down to the end. And of course, I love an underdog win. So like Morocco making it this far has been amazing. But yeah, I think it's just like I want to see good games more than anything. Personally,
0: I agree. Like I said, I think I lean more towards players. Like, I remember one of my first years watching it, I was rooting for, like, Ronaldo and stuff because I think he, he's always been popular. But later on in the years, he's kind of become annoying to me. I don't know, there's something about <laughs> him where I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like
1: cockiness or
0: what is it? Yeah, it's like a cockiness superstar shit. Like, don't get me wrong, I respect him. I don't hate him, but it's one of those where, like, eh. I, I prefer someone like Mbappe wins it or whoever, you know, of the other stars or Neymar. So, yeah, I think for me now, still, like, messy. I don't know. I like number 10. Like, my little sister used to wear 10, playing soccer. It's one of those things. I've always liked the jersey. Like, I actually have one. He's, like, that little guy that shouldn't be that good, but he's, like, nasty. It's <laughs> kind of like what Altuve wish he was. You know what I mean? Or the Nate Robinson of soccer. <laughs> yeah. They probably told him, like, he wasn't going to make it far. type shit. I don't <laughs> know his story that well, but outside of that, yeah, I always just want, like, the U.S. to win, maybe Brazil, maybe Mexico. Like, I want the big countries, like, the ones that care about soccer to be there, like, on the Final Four and everyone to face each other. But then, like, there's also that little feeling that, like, Morocco's giving, you know what I mean? Like, you want that Cinderella to, like, just shut every other country the fuck up. Like, nah, y'all too cocky. Y'all underestimated us, and nah, look at us. Especially now and this one, there's, like, that mixed feeling where, like, I don't even know who I want to win. Any outcome could be, like, a great story. Like you said, like Messi, and possibly his last one. Or Mbappe, like, the young stud, like, that might fucking win back-to-back. And any story could be so dope.
1: And again, we're in the middle of the World Cup right now, so we don't know who will be the champion, but should be fun to watch regardless. And we've never done, like, a soccer-slash-football episode, so felt like the right time to do it. And... You know, before the 2026 World Cup, I don't know how much either of us will be following it, but the World Cup overall, definitely a solid to major pro, one of the best sporting events period, soccer slash football in general, I guess to play, solid pro, sometimes major pro, and to watch during the World Cup, pro, other times, neutral, I guess. I enjoy it, but I'm not interested enough to like seek it out and watch games otherwise.
0: For me, I'm gonna keep it simple. I'll go from the bottom up, soccer itself. To play, easily solid pro. I don't play it much. I have played like at the company's soccer tournament. Your boy's a goalie, cause you know, the boys got hands. Hey. That's the one thing I could do <laughs> when I have hit the <laughs> field. I'm more of a arm user, but yes, a solid pro. It's literally the world's sport. To watch, I'd go a little down not so solid it's like between light and solid other than like the world cup i don't see myself really watching much of it or having the interest for it only other thing is like i hate the flopping bro it's so Mm. unwatchable to me to see grown-ass people (laughs) i know the ladies do it too it's everyone it's like part of the sport i get it it's become part of the sport for lack of a better word it's like cringy like Like, yeah i'm sure this is not what the sport is supposed to be yeah it's like we all know what you're doing every single person yeah it's crazy. You're crying, holding your thing, but your team gets the ball and you get up instantly and you make a fucking perfect strike because, you know, you already got the ball. And it's like, I don't know. It's so weird. But yeah, I hate that part of the game. The World Cup itself, what tournaments are made for. It's literally what any tournament is based out of. It's what, like I said, World Baseball Classic, which is one of my favorites, is trying to mock. It's probably what like March Madness was trying to go for something like that. And you see how much people love that here. So, yeah, it's the perfect example. Countries on your back. Everyone's watching. You can't ask for anything better than this. So, yeah, I'd probably even give it a slightly better than the Olympics themselves. So I'd go with, like, a solid to major pro on the World Cup itself. I also mentioned, because I feel like we didn't mention, part of it is, like, jerseys and how unique they can be and how they switch it every tournament. Even the balls. Yeah, don't they switch the ball design every year or some shit?
1: Well, at least for this that they hold tournament, tournament, yeah, there's a specific ball design,
0: yeah. Yeah, super fucking dope. Love the idea. Love how if you're a super fan, you could tell what year it is just by looking at the ball, the jersey design. This year actually had some crazy jerseys like the Mexico one was actually fire. Throwback like burgundy and beige design was fire. The Japan one was dope. South Korea, there was another one I'm trying to remember. I think it was one of the African countries. But I remember like one of the years back, I think the Nigeria one was crazy.
1: Yeah, and this year too, I don't know if it's been this in the past, but the pre-game or warm-up kits that they had were even more experimental and just interesting designs. Those I was most drawn to out of anything because they brought in patterns and different things. So those were dope. But yeah, in general, I definitely
0: would pro soccer jerseys. So yeah, overall, soccer, add everything together, it goes to like a nice solid pro overall when considering everything as a whole. But yeah, that wraps it up for this episode of pros and cons. I'm Kev. You can find me at same old Kev pretty much everywhere. And I'm Jack. You can find me
1: at Jack from summer, summer with an O on everything. Peace. Go Messi or Morocco.